Last time on Geek Force, the squad talked about Comic-Con, Ghost of Tsushima, and wondered, can Xbox ever get their shit together? And see what they're talking about now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely G-Squad of Eming, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome, you guys, to another episode. How's everyone Whoa. feeling? Good. <laughs> it's, 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 it's back to school time. <laughs> yeah, back to school is around the corner. Um, but we're having school at home again. So we're not really going nowhere after all. <laughs> oh, just so you know, the last mm, 10 minutes of margin call, Russell went in. <laughs> on geek force just what? a heads up well I was, I was watching for a, a chunk of that time that's i missed that part it was, it, it was at the end after we had all our guests go should we just, listen to this right now and then I like it's not i mean it's on okay. it's on facebook i was like do i need to it. react to it right now or should i foster that kind of negativity on geek force we're not gonna foster that I this think is it's Wakanda. Totally... We just are gonna. We don't. We don't. We don't do that here. We don't. We don't play right. margin call here. We don't do that here. Margin calls banned on Geek Force. Um, that sounds that like accurate, shit. Raymond. I love that. <laughs> 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 if the sound of "I'm not interested" was a sound, that was it. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm glad. I, I hope his words uh, formed thoughts and ideas that attempted to offend us, but it probably won't. It would probably yeah, fall off. It wasn't necessarily offending. It was just trying to stir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like stirring. Uh, I so hope his stir pot. Mm. Right. No seasoning or nothing. Just just, just a bland a, stew. A, a, All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think what bothered him the most was when Marlon went off on that, which I don't get tangent of he's, he's earth, blah, 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 blah. And he literally just went off. I'm just like, I don't know what you're saying either. You both don't make any sense to me right now. Can we shut this shit down? What? Anyways, the end. Go ahead. Uh, keep the flame wars going. Stoke the spires. But anyway, yeah, let's, 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 let's move on to some geek force uh, commentary. Hot topics. Uh, well, not too much happening over the weekend, but I did see an article that kind of sparked my interest. I do like Tom Clancy. I do like his books and stuff. I was one of those kind of weird girls that read those books. Um, and as we all know, Amazon Prime has the Jack Ryan show. I do not watch, and I will tell you why a little bit later about that. But I read an article saying that Netflix has bought the rights of Splinter Cell, which was for me one of that was like the best Tom Clancy video game series to me. And there are uh, bringing in one of the writers from John Wick. I think it's actually the head writer to uh, pin the series of the show. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, this sounds pretty solid. I I, I do find it interesting that. Netflix is so aware of their competition to the point where it will be like the same author that wrote whatever show on another streaming. And they'll be like, you know what? We'll look into their work. Too. Oh, we're just going to buy the rights for this one. And then they're going to make it better. So I'm like, Netflix is just 
man, they just can't stop. Um, so as I said before, Amazon Prime currently has Jack Ryan, which stars uh, John Kransky and uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, that name. And um, yeah, Jim so from the office. Just say that. Just say Jim from the office. Jim from the office and host of. Good news? Is that the show? Former, former host. Former host. Wow, we're already the former. Sold it for millions of dollars. Oh, Jim. I think Jim would have done the same thing. He kind of sold out on that show, too. Anyway, um, so he stars in that show. And when that first came out about two, three years ago, um, I was looking forward to it, but I did watch like the first two episodes. And in Marlon's words, they were just dry. Like, they were just hella dry. Um, I think, to me, it felt like a, if anyone remembers the show 24, it felt exactly like that. Um, as far as, like, just even the the way it looked, the dialogue, and um, all the topics that they talked about. Uh, we're, we're back to talking about terrorists in the Middle East again. And it's like, that's so over it but somehow you know first season must have did well because they made a second season which is currently out i have not checked that out recently so i mean some people like the show and, and i mean i love jim but mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like season two just swaps the brown people it, it, it goes from being like the middle east to being like uh, a spanish-speaking country i think it's brazil are you serious? Oh, Portuguese, I think, it's, I think it's Portuguese. Sorry, Portuguese is the language, not Spanish. Um, uh, hopefully, it's hopefully these are Portuguese actors. But yeah, it just transfers a whole other country with other brown people, with other stereotypes to kind of play upon, like the favelas and like the c- criminal culture there. And he has to get there and solve the problem only way a white man can with right. lots of violence. <laughs> And, and that's another thing. I don't know if I said this before, how we talked about streaming services and diversity and how Netflix kind of leads the way on that too. Amazon has not a lot of diversity in their shows. Most of their top shows, except for like maybe Homecoming and uh, one of their other current shows that had uh, a lot of black women as the cast, but that was just recently. The past couple of years where, you know, Amazon's been nominated for stuff for like Mrs. Maisel and uh, Bosch, Bosch, Jack Ryan, the man in the, in the. High Castle. Yeah, all that. It's mostly white casting. And I'm like, that's fine with the stories, I guess. But if we're in the age of trying to push diversity, I just find it interesting that Amazon kind of is not following that way. And, and and that's why I feel like Jack Ryan, why are the villains all brown? Why are we going back to invading countries? And, you know, they speak their foreign language and then it's just boo, 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 you know, in the face. And he's the hero. And I'm like, okay, like, that's so over and done with like do we want to have an interesting pol- especially if i feel like the show is trying to get younger viewers into it you think they could just like modernize it in a way like i don't know um like 24 was a was a cool show at the time you know we were going through that we were young whatever but it was a pretty entertaining show 
I will say. For, for a little bit. For a little bit. For like two seasons. We were yeah. young and moody. America I was mean, going through some things. Right, right, right. Making bad and choices. We like feeling stressed out. We like to talk crap about it, but I enjoyed a lot of I enjoyed a lot of twenty four. Like just as an yeah. enjoyable like action show. Like yeah. it did its job. And it, the characters. I like right. the characters. Yeah. It was always good characters. It never under it never made sense how anyone could do the amount of stuff that Jack Bauer did over a 24-hour period. That's that's right. fan, that's Nobody it's a magical world, clearly. Oh yeah. Um, right, but right, right. <laughs> if they the one that I liked was the uh the 24 legacy one, which was with the I can't think of his name right now, but it was a black main character, CTU that agent dude and from like Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and uh what I liked about that one the most was that it was only 12 episodes. Like, so oh. I was like, I was like, all right, I can see someone doing this for 12 hours. I can't see someone doing this for 24, oh. <laughs> but I can see someone doing this for 12 hours. That seems more reasonable. Maybe we're realistic now. Maybe so. I mean, <laughs> young people, man, we're all about just give me a time and a place, you know? Not just I'll, go, go. I'll go deal with terrorists for 12 hours. I'm on it. <laughs> and I'll meet you back. I'll meet you back tomorrow. Just like that. Um, but yeah, you guys, I just, I don't know. Uh, so going off topic, I am ex- I am looking forward to Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell tells a story of a guy who's kind of in the, another black op unit uh for call splinter cell his and the main character's name is sam he i want to say he's a single dad i think he has a daughter or something uh but he does do like kind of like a jack bauer thing where he's the guy to go to he travels the world he does like crazy stunts you know sometimes he gets the girl sometimes he don't but he's more like you know i gotta get the job done and i get home and see my baby so yeah it was definitely like 24 but a little more cooler in a way like he he had more finesse than jack bar that's, that's what those games were all about too it's all stealth right. and hide right. on the ceiling in the shadows and uh all about that. Ex- execution yeah yeah i love I think I played more Spinner Cell games later in the series, like the the last Chaos Theory and Conviction, and mm. I played a. There was another one I played through, but it's just all stealth and. I've never and, played any of his games. No, oh, they're they're fun times. They're if you fun. Like, you like stealthy shooters. They're they're fun times. Yeah. Like twenty hours. And it's single player. Like it's late mm. single player, not multiplayer. Not there, like there's the some division. co-op. The and the, the the most recent ones has co-op oh, in some of them. Okay. Like there's whole levels. Old. Okay, so the new ones have co-op. Okay, because when I was playing like the early ones, it was just single player, which I liked. And I did things at my own pace. And then compared to when I got the division, it was like the opposite. And I was it, it stressed me out. It really did stress me out where people that I didn't know were running in the streets. And they were like, I need some help. And I come and help them. And then I help them and they run away. And I'm like, can you help me? Oh, oh okay. And then I die because I was like, I thought you were gonna help me. Now nah, we gotta go. Oh, okay. I should just stay with Splinter Cell. Mm. The dark zone was a crazy place. <laughs> so yeah, um, I know some of you guys aren't familiar with uh Tom Clancy's two shows or his works or his books, but I just wanted to share that with you guys because I was like, uh key point Netflix is still secretly doing it big in uh, other ways like 
I know they're literally looking at books to make their shows and comic books. But damn, you gonna go to Splinter Cell and you're gonna have a, a Jack Wick writer? Damn, you're already you're already on your path to greatness. Have- Jack Wick. John Wick. John uh, Wick. Jack- oh, Jack Jack's Wick. his brother. Jack his, has- his younger brother. Jack- 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 John Wick. Tell me these Jackson Johns and Jims. Jackwick actually got his got his goldfish stepped on, and then he goes on a, a killing spree. Um, it's, no, it's, he's it's the dentist. You're thinking of Jimmy Wick. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack is the gymnast, right? Jimmy Why are they all named those names? Why, writers? Why do you name alliteration these type of men? Yeah, you know. You know, in real life, you sound there like strong are, American names. There are too many. Um, there are too many families that name all their kids with the letter M, because one parent ha- has the letter M as their first name, and then it, then they do it to. I, I, I use the letter M. All his but, kids uh, named after everyone he knew. Yeah. The ones in real life. The ones he knew. <laughs> Damn, go look it up. Go look it up. <laughs> all of them. Annabelle, Timothy. Daniel. Ew. Just create H names. There's <laughs> George. George, George, George. There's George. There's <laughs> also definitely J O R G E. That's just George. <laughs> it's like, I just saw it in a book one day and knew it was the name. I'm like, girl, you are a mis. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my little bit of hot topic news. Does anyone else have anything else to share? Oh, I do. I okay. do. So, okay. how many of you here know about the uh, XFL? It's called the Extreme Football League. I thought it died, honestly. Like, well, here's the thing: it was founded around. by it was founded by Vince McMahon back in like what 2000. So yeah, that's why like, I was I'm like, I make, it died. He was like, "I'm going to make an extreme version of football where the men can be men and hurt each other more." And so he made this whole XFL league, and it had one season. <laughs> And then, it, and then it didn't have a season at all. Um, it like filed for bankruptcy. They tried to make a comeback this year in April, and then of course the coronavirus hit. And so they're like, "Well, we got to get rid of this whole like Vince McMahon's like, you know, we got to get rid of this. Like, it's not making any money. I bought this damn thing. I have these eight teams." And so I think as of today, The Rock, his ex-wife Danny Garcia, and like some other like sports management teams have spent fifteen million dollars to purchase the league. Uh, which for me is like that's a that's a low price for this. It was fifteen million dollars, and they got the whole league. And now they now the Rock is an owner of a football league, which to me partial is just sorry, partial owner of a football Nothing league, which is hilarious to me that the Rock is now part owner of an entire league no. of football that hasn't fully been established as like a league yet, but it's just kind of an idea and a principle, but Definitely no players yet. Idea. Well. Can I can can I interject something? I can kind of understand because I mean he was a big college. He played like hell almost professional football when he was younger. Oh, and then, football team. Well, hold on. This is <laughs> if you he's one of those people. If you notice how he buys his businesses, he buys them hella early so that it can form the way that he wants because he put a hell of money in it. So I'm sure if he. If I'm hoping he oversees it, this could be a really pretty cool thing. He like he loves football, you guys. Like he loves football. He he was on Ballers for hella long. I didn't even finish that show, but he was on that show for hella long. I thought he was going to be for two seasons and cut. Nah, that show was like what five seasons or so. So I'm like, 
him buying this thing, it's it seems like like I mean, you know he's getting older, but like he's becoming like that man where it's like I have a football team. Come see the games. Like he's gonna be one of them dads, you know. And um, knowing that he did this early, he can re- probably really shape it to something cool, something that the NFL could be, but even better. No. But what's the difference though? What's the difference between XFL and NFL? Like they're more rugby. I think it's more gonna be indoor. More concussions is one of the things. That's also, right. that's wonderful. Like, I'm picturing it being like like minor league baseball where it's like it's not the majors it's like the minors and like everyone's playing like you probably don't get like a big enough salary you probably play a bunch of games just to make up for the fact that you aren't getting paid a lot um but mind you there are other like celebrities that own teams know that will smith has a minority stake in the 76ers um nelly owns the charlotte bobcats which is like a WNBA team um owned the knicks I think Jay-Z is also a part owner. There are a lot of celebrities that have part ownerships of teams. And I feel like, I think everyone was surprised. because like, yo, he could have gotten a part ownership of any team he wanted to. I think it's just interesting that he put like his name on something that isn't fully established yet. Like, mm. yes, they have like eight teams, but those eight teams were created for an April season that it's now about, it's now like August and like does that mean he's going to like have to go in and revamp the team like are they hoping that because his name's on it it's going to get more people that are going to sign up to play so i think it's just it's just a big gamble because i mean yeah like you currently have nba teams playing in empty stadiums like like if you watch like a game that like happened last night you just see like a bunch of like cardboard where people were supposed to be sitting because they don't want to have like fans there like Imagine like the overhead cost it would take to one supply a stadium with um, a facility that's usable with an uh, operational team, uh, insurance, uh, lo- lo- logistics in terms of like travel, training. Like, that's a lot of money. And I'm hoping that, yes, it's, this price probably was a steal. Like $15 million is probably a steal for The Rock at his, at his price range. But I'm wondering like if, if he and his partners are fully able to uh, gather the talent and garner the attention that's going to take to uh, get this league off and get it like you know, get it financially responsible. I mean, the NFL generates millions upon millions of dollars because they, of course, have like ties to the military and they do like a military service every game, and they have ties to like playing overseas. They'll play in London, and it'll be an actual sanctioned NFL game play at a, at a London stadium. So it's like, uh, do they have enough ties to make this work and make this like? be a financially stable uh, venture or is it going to be great? He's going to have it for five years and he's going to slowly be like, great, I'm going to pull away from this and not make an announcement and just be like, great, I'm off. I'm actually off of this. So we'll see. It's a, it's a gamble. And if the rock plays his cards, right. And he has played a lot of his cards, right. This could be a very profitable gamble and the XFL could be a, a, a household name. And maybe you'll have, you'll have look, small children like it'll be their it'll be their uh backup like if i don't make it to the nfl go to the xfl like who knows we'll see what happens but i mean i'm really really on like uh i'm really really like this is not gonna fail in a crazy way um but y'all got money like that so if y'all got money to like throw out like that then by all means you know gamble it away you know i roll on that one 
Right? Like, yo, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of money to just gamble it on a, right? on a probably failed football league. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy... change for him. So, you know what? I'm going to start this, uh, 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 this all international shuffleball league and i know it doesn't exist but i'm gonna purchase it and i'm gonna i'm gonna get all the advertising it's gonna be great and i'm gonna do it like i feel like someone should have been like the rock maybe you should wait until they have had a season and then look at the numbers and then purchase it because y'all have no data on like people that show up or anything maybe maybe hopefully we'll see what happens but yeah i feel like yo like what would that meeting look like yo can we see your your spreadsheet of your like earnings it's like i have one year of that because he had one year of playing these games in here and it's it's also was in 2001 i know it's 2020 now but here's our like 19 years in the past our figures and our rates for what we had so we'll see the rock's gambling and um he can afford that i mean all his movies like get triple digits in the millions so yeah I need Vin Diesel to become an owner on one of the XFL teams. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you talking about a new movie in the Fast and Furious season series? Whoa, where we all, have... If they tie that in to like the Fast and Furious, the XFL, that'd be a clutch decision. Or, why well, I just thought about it, what if he makes the XFL a reality TV show? Like he attaches it because he because he, mm. he's had two shows that have done yep. well. So yep. what if he makes yeah, it like, great, this is going to be work. a a like a reality TV show slash competition to where one you get a chance to see the players, two you get a chance to like get invested, and three at the end of the season you get to see like the ceremony. So on that end, people love trashy TV. They also love watching trashy competitions. If he mm-hmm. if he angles it that way, this uh, might work. Like, I feel like he's good at doing. He's like had the chance to make two reality TV shows. If he can like flip this into a reality TV experience, it might be successful. Kat, make sure you tag The Rock when we Don't post do this. Like, hey, we, we got a pitch for you. Oh no, I got you. <laughs> from oh, Marlon. And then at him, yeah. he knows exactly who to message. No. The people's champion will see. I will say, see. if he replies back, I am going to have like a full on meltdown. <laughs> Wait, what? If he, if he responds, I'm gonna have a full, I'm gonna screen capture it, I'm gonna have a meltdown. And I'm gonna run. Uh, if out. you're gonna have a meltdown, I'm gonna have a double meltdown. Yeah. I've been standing the... this man since <laughs> I was a child. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna do the 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 patent uh, black people laugh, and I'm gonna run away from the scene of where something funny happened. About five miles, and come running back and be like, I'm... "No." Uh, I'm literally just gonna go full on Troy. That's that's just me. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> full on Troy. <laughs> 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 Disappoint a picture, right? Exactly, exactly. That's gonna be me because okay, he's okay. rock is everything. Wow. Well, I'm hoping for the best because, like, it's gonna be a show. It has to be a show. There's it has no to be a way. show or a movie. I mean, show. he had the football TV show. He can have a reality football show. I. I wish The Rock the best in his endeavor. <laughs> Raymond says the smallest amount. And that's what negative. Raymond says. <laughs> hey, I, I, this is encouragement. If he needs some help and I can help him, sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That's my topic. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I feel like last week we talked about uh, Avengers, right? Yes. Avengers game coming out. Yes. And yeah, um, 
I want to say I literally said the words we'll never we probably won't ever see Spider-Man in this game. Um and the <laughs> world decided to prove me wrong within a week and uh apparently Spider-Man's going to be in this game. <laughs> um they just confirmed it today. I'm incredibly excited. Um I also know that I can't I can't I have to, I can't c- compare this game to Insomniac Spider-Man. Um because they have they have used very careful wording to try and distinguish themselves away from it, um, so this will not be that Spider-Man. Uh, but it is, I mean, they've done a good job with all these other superheroes, so I got to believe they're going to do a good job with Spider-Man. Also, uh, Insomniac already paved the way. If they just if they tried to copy it as much as possible, it would that would be perfect. Like, just copy that. Don't don't try to break. If it ain't bro- broke, don't fix it. That's that's what I mean. Just do that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, is it the uh, beta this weekend? Beta I was going to ask that. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> beta this it. weekend. I'm on top of it. My friend pre-ordered, and that means I will be able to join him with it too. Um, and uh, it's, I will have thoughts probably. Hopefully, we'll have fi- yeah. Thoughts. I'm excited to see those thoughts. Me too. Yeah. So we know we should buy this game and play it, yeah. or should we do another that's, game? That's the whole idea with this beta is to get people yeah. pulled in now. Um, yeah. so. And I'm glad that's now on Raymond. Like now, I now Raymond's gonna Raymond. get all the new stuff, and then I'm gonna just sit on the crazy money I spent on these ridiculous games for pre-ordering and <laughs> wait until later to get anything else. These games are expensive. Yeah, they are. it's not cheap. Money, money, money. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm excited about the Marvel game because that's coming out. When's the official? I think month? a month from today. Like, yeah. It's wow. Like fourth of They're month. serious. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I mean, we, we, we went for, we went for a good Avengers game since, like, I want to say the Marvel first Alliance, uh, Alliance game. I mean, Alliance okay. 2 was all right. First I mean, one. I like the, the combined parts, but I feel like the storyline in Marvel Alliance 1 was. I think a little more thought out. It was superior, yeah. All the characters were like, there are way more characters in the first one. Like, you it's got to play as two Blade. Was, two was the one they tried to do the Civil War tie-in, right? Yeah, that's why, yeah, I, that's I, why, I, I, that's why I played it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was very lackluster. And, yeah. uh, but, and, you know. And the first one got a chance is to do literally everything. They brought in all these wild villains for ridiculous side missions that tied to like Doctor Doom being, of course, the ultimate evil and like acquiring like a piece of every power. Like he got like what Odin's eye or Odin's helm, and then he got like Mephisto's sword. And it was like, where are you going with this? I'm like, oh, this is amazing. He has all the powers. You got to play as like it was great. Like I mean, the the, the characters were great. You get to play as Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, Blade, mm-hmm. and mind you, Blade didn't have anything to do with any of the game, but he was just an unlockable character. And I'm like, this is awesome. I get to play as Blade and like slash people up. This is great. Yeah, buddy. So if they can make me feel excited for this game. I, I'm, I'm gonna dig it. I'm, I'm hoping they. I'm hoping because they decided not to do the likenesses of the actual people that they're gonna have a story that isn't related to what's happening in the MCU. So I'm, I'm good. That'd be smart. I think they. Smart. I think yeah. I think it's totally unrelatable because they're using AIM. 
People were so mad about that. Too. Yes. Aim as the main villains. Modok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've shown a lot of Modok. Modok's a yeah. dope villain. His name yeah. is ridiculously long, but it's a great villain. <laughs> so that's 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 definitely them pulling away a little bit. Uh, I hope that means they can use Doom in this game. We'll mm-hmm. see. This game's going to be interesting because if Wolverine gets in here, that'll be cool. Uh, well, he better uh, be. He's been in almost better. every Marvel game. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you yeah. can't, you can't have a Marvel game without Wolvie. Like, yeah, it really is going to end up coming to like how far does Marvel and Disney let them dig into the stuff that they haven't done yet in the comic books? Um, and because I'm sure, just like. Um, I don't know if you all were watching CW shows back when it was like Arrow season two and stuff like yep. that, but um, it was very clear that that show was trying to do their own version of Suicide Squad and like kind of using some Batman villains and stuff like that. But then because the movie started moving towards doing those movies, they took all those characters out of that show so that there wasn't conflicting uh, like portrayals, basically. Um, and so that's, I assume, whatever we're going to get in phase four, phase five of Marvel they know what that is already and so i'm pretty sure this game probably won't be able to do that stuff oh um, yeah so that's going to be the question of the, what kind of storylines are we getting is what uh, i guess whatever this game ends up doing it's going to be a hit to what the phase what phase four or phase five won't be is i guess what i'm saying well, okay. <laughs> yeah i agree i can i can see that it kind of gives me vibes of how like the um the Injustice DC video game series are how they're not like close to the movies first of all mm-hmm. but it, it created like a storyline that caught my attention the storyline was actually way better than I expected because first of all it's a fighting game but the storyline was like not bad I was like okay yeah, um, I did just that. read recently that they already are in talks of uh, creating the next one and I'm not sure what the storyline will be. Yeah, the next Injustice uh, video game in the series, because this one's going to be on like the newer platforms like PS5 and the new Xbox. And so, like when when that game came out, it was like the graphics were amazing, the the effects were awesome. This like seeing the like it was like watching a movie and we needed a dc movie for so long you know it was that was that was it it was that video game you know especially when you unlock stuff i mean they definitely um, did borrow a lot from mortal kombat because it was the exact same engine yeah yeah so mortal, if you played kombat a mortal kombat definitely... up to that point it was very recognizable like oh this is a mortal kombat skin like this is they're just like DC heroes are just put right. over <laughs> Well, you know, it started off with DC versus Mortal Kombat. I remember that game. I played the hell out of that game. That game was fabulous. And then they started the Injustice series. So it's like, hey, people like this. Let's just do this, you know? So they definitely just took Mortal Kombat and just pasted Superman's face on it. That's, That's all. <laughs> but I'm not mad. It, it worked. It got my yeah. attention. So, like, thinking about that and then seeing how finally we have an Avengers game with great quality and everything. I'm just, I am concerned about the story. That was the one thing I was thinking about. I'm like, okay, you have great villains. You have, you know, wonderful effects. You, They look great. They look like they, they move great. But again, we were just talking about Marvel Alliance too. You have all these great, like, everything. But, you know, I'm just really nervous. I just, I personally, I just don't want to be like, you know, tricked again 
you know, after Marvel Alliance 2, I just, I don't think I played another Marvel game in so long. I just went back to play the classics. But I'm excited for this Marvel game. I'm just, you know, if it's not right, I will I might, be very sad. I might uh, have to set up a time where you all watch me go through the uh, the San Francisco set piece uh, <gasps> level Yay! that they have. Because that one's like the the opening of... That's like the opening of like the world, basically, that they're trying to present with this game. And it's supposed to have, even though you can't play with every character in this beta, that mm. that mission's supposed to have every character in it, so you, oh. so, so you can like get a little to like piece of like how everybody plays. They have they have set up this beta perfectly. They they have nice. they have pinpointed like the amount of stuff we want to give people. Here's the ultimate advertisement. Uh, there you go. That's awesome. I mean, I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be dope experience. Please let us know. I also like that um, they're definitely like dipping into the petty pool in terms of like what's going on. Like, I, I definitely think that it was interesting to find out that only uh, PlayStation care, only PlayStation uh, systems will be allowed to play as Spider-Man. Um, yep. Which makes me wonder, like, are there going to be other, like, Sony-exclusive characters only? Or uh, also, it, on the other side, are there going to be only Xbox-exclusive characters? So it's going to be interesting to mm. see uh, where they fall. Because I'm I, sure they're not going to allow it to be, oh, only PlayStation's going to have these exclusive ones and Xbox is going to have to deal with it. So we'll see. Yeah, I I actually think that's what we're going to get, is Xbox is just going to have to deal with it. It sounds like, because um, Marvel, I don't think Marvel cares. Right, <laughs> and I think the only reason we're we're getting Spider Man like this is because Sony is a Sony is the owner of Spider Man and right. the owner of the PlayStation. So like, right. I think that's the only reason we're getting and the Spider Man games like this exclusive to PS4. Yeah, yeah. Right. I I think I think we're just gonna I think I want to bet that that's gonna be it. It's just gonna be hey everyone buy a PS5 because you know you want to play Spider Man in this game. And I do. Xbox owners, um, sorry, not sorry. Like, and I actually think that's what's going to happen. But we'll see. They might prove me wrong. I'm like, what Xbox character? Okay, like if Xbox had to have an exclusive Marvel character, who do you who do you think it would be? You guys? I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I know. I was thinking really hard, and I was like, I actually like Sabretooth? I don't know. <laughs> No, I just Saber I don't think it's great. You gotta keep him. If you get Wolverine, you gotta have Saber Tooth. But no, you can't get Wolverine. You just get Saber Tooth in the next no, box. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't think anyone involved. That's how petty Xbox is though. Like, I don't think Microsoft would have to go out of their way to pay Crystal Dynamics to make them a character specifically. Because mm. Crystal exactly. Dynamics isn't gonna care. Um, no. the Sony's not gonna care. <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, it might be Howard the Duck or something. Yeah, I Microsoft would have to show. I can up see that money. it would be something so bizarre, but something that's a cult favorite that you, people are like, you know what? They'll give you Baby Groot, right? I, no, I'm gonna Sony get the right if they couldn't get access to Baby Groot. I feel like we had someone. They horrible. they would literally go out. Spider Man, I should disagree with you. Spider Man's like the most popular hero in like the world. It's, yeah, oh yeah, it's, yeah. The, He's definitely higher than Baby Groot. <laughs> I still think how so you say this, but I feel like if you told them, "Hey, Baby Groot's only going to be playable for Xbox," people forgot alive, about Baby like, Groot. How dare you? People forgot about Baby Groot. That was a one-time thing. It's all about that. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. asset, so cute. 
Oh, <laughs> Leave my baby alone. Well, Raymond, thank you for making me feel more. Uh, I feel better about pre-ordering. I was like, nervous, like, should I do this? Should I not? So now, now I feel more secure in my choice. Why I chose to skip out on some other games this year because yeah. uh, this one's a little my first like, pre-order. Yeah. And also, Raymond has the benefit of not being the pre-orderer, but being uh, an associate to the pre-order. <laughs> this time, yes. This is true. This time, yes. I won't Look deny it. <laughs> I won't deny it. I won't deny it. <laughs> no point. Oh my gosh! So if you want, I mean, that means you can have your partner pre-order, so you can be also be an associate to the pre-orderer as well. Y'all yeah. good form He orders other things like we take turns. An assistant to the assistant manager. <laughs> the assistant to the assistant exactly. manager. There you go. Just you get a name that. badge and everything. Well, he'll probably help me out anyway because I, I always get stuck. And I'm like, help me. <laughs> I keep. Marlon, where'd you go? He's he disappeared. He yeah. gotta go fast. <laughs> gotta go fast. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about pre-ordering it but i wasn't sure so i think wait for I'm just yeah I, I i'm in that boat because i know like two games i'm definitely buying but i'm waiting for them to go and sell but for this one i just want to make sure make sure you know it's mm-hmm. marvel but marvel can still mess this, me up sometimes but this if this game is done decent uh, this this game is gonna make a lot of money. I'd be around for a long time. I mean, literally, like they could do what Spider Man did, which is like attach DLC like chapters of the game, and then you play them. So they could do yeah. it. Right, you 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 finish the main mission of this game, and every three months we're gonna drop a new. Great, like oh no. Thanos is collected in the Infinity, or just some other random yeah. thing. They can just drop a, a DLC, and you just—it's like a full another eight hours of gameplay, and you have that. Yeah, yeah, and it's and all of that's supposed to be free. So like, you'll—it's—I—I'm not afraid for getting in. I'm not afraid if I—I I, want to buy like costumes and stuff at this point <laughs> since I am being the associate to the thing. Like I'm just like yeah, listen—I can spend some money on some costumes. I could. I can spiff my guys up. This is Destiny, but with superheroes. Like, what else do you want in this in this, uh, so in this video game world? Um, there'll be builds and all sorts of craziness. Alongside it, so I guess I know what Raymond's going to be talking about next week. Yay! Yep. Are we going to have a, a raise corner? Apparently, I'm not allowed those. <laughs> wow. The Raymond Tilt. The Raymond Tilt. I don't know where that came from. Marlon. It came from Marlon in a house. I don't know. It's very complicated. Under a house. I still don't understand that. I just see him doing this. Under the house. Tilt. With his microphone? Hey, y'all. I got something to say. Okay. Um, okay, so we look forward towards uh, Ray's review on that. But Marlon, don't you have a thing for a, oh, I about got, video games? I, I think there's something about you and video games and talking about it. Yeah, so today is a very special day because today we, of What's course, today? are back in Marlon's corner. And this time it includes <laughs> the Raymond Tilt. 
<laughs> why, why did I accidentally set that up though? I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> we gotta make a graphic of this so I can just get the Please what don't. this is supposed to be. So now Raymond is allowed to speak while I speak. Um so uh, <laughs> So Raymond shared with me a really interesting article that was uh, just de- debating the merits of um, black and white uh, story ga- uh, story gameplay versus the the kind of moral ambiguity um, that we've kind of come to know with a lot of games like Last of Us or games um, like Nathan Drake. Just finding games where like you kind of are with oh we're all games that kind of steer away from oh we're all the bad guy and take us back to the heyday of like Mario saves the princess. Bowser's always a bad guy, except when he's playing tennis. But, like, you know, going back to, like, you know, gameplay to where players were aware, <laughs> oh, I'm the good guy, and I only do good things, and that's the bad guy, and they're always going to be the bad guy. So we definitely just want to talk about that and share some of our ideas. Um, Raymond, do you want to go first and share your uh, your thoughts on the whole uh, whether we should move past the moral ambiguity stage? Um, I, I mean, these things storytelling has clearly always been like it, it goes through phases that we can see that if you go back and look through history um and so sure that was the storytelling time for a while and i think uh the problem with moral ambiguity because i can speak and say words um the problem with moral ambiguity is that it doesn't always get done well like sometimes it just feels like it's a mess um and i think that's the merit of this article is that it it talks about how sometimes decisions just feel weird because you're trying to make a character gray just for the sake of making them gray um and there's definitely examples of that uh but as far as the rest of the article goes i actually kind of disagree with it pretty strongly i think that is like one reason we get it like it is important to like you can't I want to say Mario and Bowser, it, it proves it's, it proves against itself. Cause sure. There was a point in time where Mario was the good guy and Bowser was the bad guy. And now 25 years later, Bowser and Mario are like on again, off again, buddies that help them help each other out sometimes because sometimes there's even bigger bad guys in that world. And like, and so like they've even become morally gray at this point. Like Mario works hand in hand with someone who's kidnapped his girlfriend hundreds of times. So like, <laughs> like that's you're a morally gray character at that point. Um, so I don't, I think that is uh, it's, you can't just you can't just have black and white storytelling anymore. Um, I think if we're talking about a character's morals, maybe they, you know, you can be less gray. Maybe this is a spectrum we need to f- figure out. A there is no such thing as a 50-50 person. That's interesting in a storytelling, but 60-40, 70-30, I don't know. That's still gray. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think that. Yeah, I think there was a time and place for a lot of our stories. I mean, even looking at like movies and TV, like when we were kids, we watched Sleeping Beauty. Maleficent was hands down the villain, and you kind of were like, "Great, she's the villain. She's the dragon. She's evil." Now in this in this day and age, oh, she's a misunderstood anti-hero who's just trying to save the forest from the evils of man and it's like wait i thought she was the villain the whole time what's this new like side story that's coming out (laughs) that's definitely a good example of one done bad like (laughs) you're just trying to do morally great just to do morally great at this point like no that's (laughs) but it's important and i feel like i feel like moral ambiguity i feel like when used properly and used sparingly like it's it's refreshing it's cool to see like oh i didn't think about it that way like when we see things 
things like um, I'm gonna take another genre, another genre because I too can use language. Uh, when you look at another genre, you look at Broadway, you look at Wicked. Wicked was interesting because it took a story that we had all heard and flipped it, and it was something that just hadn't happened before. Like, oh, like what if we looked at Elphaba and realized that yo, that she actually had a really hard come up of it and a really hard go of it, and like that was interesting that it happened because no other story was giving you that perspective from that angle, and like. Looking at it now, I feel like every video game is like, hey, you are a mixed bag of good and bad. And the whole gameplay, you're going to have to go through things that you have no control over that are going to fully assert that you're a mixed bag. And like, there's no direction other than like, you have to hit this button and do it. And you got to play the game. And like, you come out with like, great, like, I'm kind of like a bad guy, but I got my thing that I wanted to do, so I, I'm successful. And I feel like a, a lot of games are doing that. Like, everyone's like, yo, like, ambiguity is the thing to do in your game now. And it's like, unless you're playing, like, some Marvel or DC game, it's like, like every other game is like, yo, like, it's like, if you play Far Cry, it's very similar. I like, even think Marvel yeah. and DC games do it very well. Like, they're the ones that are doing the black and white storytelling. For the oh, most no, I was part. saying, like, unless you're playing those games, like, you know, because those oh, games okay. are pretty much like, you. you're a hero, you're a bad guy. Unless yeah. you're playing those games, it's like really, like, every other game is like, yo, you're this ambiguous, like, you're this character that just kind of is in the middle, and you don't really want to know how to figure it out, and this gameplay is going to be about that. It's going to be dark, it's going to be dreary, and you're going to end the game having accomplished some things but you don't know like where you like fall on the spectrum between good and bad you're in the middle somewhere i and and there's merit to the point that people like it still um i think the whole mcu overall is a pretty black and white story um there's some there's some moments where characters are end up being gray um mostly villains uh and you can come back to some plot holes like um, um, this is something that came up the other day. I was talking about the MCU with some friends when Vision and Civil War were blasted at Falcon with a with a mind beam to in the middle of the fight. And he ended up hitting War Machine. And that's how War Machine got got yeah. really hurt. Was he trying to kill Falcon? Because the only reason War Machine survived that was because he was in a big metal suit. So was and like so there's there's we'll never know the answer to that question probably. But like it kind of it looks like Vision was trying to kill Falcon. Um, so um, yeah, there's 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 moments in MCU that get really great. Thanos is a very great mm-hmm. villain, um, and so that's but those are the ones that have brought in the most money. Loki, they everyone loves him. Um, but were you saying someone else? Yeah. Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah, no, you're right. Killmonger. There's some other ones that like the ones that people Vulture. like the most. Vulture. Are the complicated oh, ones. Damn. So, like, I like uh, Vulture. As soon as you start making things less complicated, I don't. I don't think. I do think it loses. We're just going through a change in time, and mm-hmm. there was some really bad storytelling with this morally gray thing. Um, but people are getting better with it. There's just still bad examples and those won't go away. Yeah. I think it also makes like the morally great stories like really good is the fact that you start the character off like in their like individual, like from yeah, in their individual frame of like, this is a good character. Like you look at Vulture's like arc. Vulture was a simple man who was like a family man. He's probably fit underneath a good alignment, but something happened to like, push his hand towards that grayness as opposed to like starting out as a great character and then like, like oh he's always going to be gray you know I feel yeah. like definitely like having that like lead up is helpful and like saying oh this is the thing that happened and i feel like in video games like no like 
this is just a world you're in and you're just gonna do this this is yeah. this is this is the thing you gotta get used to <laughs> yeah the problem is just execution these these things just need to do better jobs um i i think they use last of us 2 as an example of just a morally great character staying very morally great the, the entire time um and i think uh in ellie's case that is basically her story and it isn't and it's one of the reasons why we struggled with this game like and why a lot of people struggle with this game um and so you don't get the same thing from the other character so the entire game is not morally gray um she does you she does what you said she starts gray and moves to one side over the course of the game while ellie just kind of sits in the mud and stays very gray the entire time so that's what you gotta i think that's what as we move forward a character needs to maybe one character doesn't always both characters don't always need to be incredibly morally gray and stay that way the entire time and if they are why because if it's not adding to your story that's not a character arc like you need to, to go back to the drawing board buddy like that's that's a first draft come back to come back to, to me <laughs> with a better draft <laughs> i'm sure you can come up with something better yeah. try a little bit <laughs> hey, i agree i also they, i mean also think that maybe it's time to bring back the uh mass effect-esque choose your own like like per- progression through the story and i feel like even then like you have to map it out better than than mass effect did like if you're going to make a story that includes uh, the player's individual choices it definitely needs to be mapped out well effect, you don't have to like mass effect did a great amazing job for the time though they it did. did a really did. good job. Like you feel like you were in the driver's seat. You feel like okay, like I'm making big changes. Like things are happening. I'm getting allies, or I'm losing allies. I'm gaining factions, and yeah, yeah. I feel like when you put that like kind of power in the hands of a player, you fully invest more in the story because it's like you are a part of it. You're like structuring it. You're leading it as opposed to being led by the story and not really having any like motive or direction. Like, right? like I'm being put in this room. Ellie killed this person. Great. Ellie killed this person. Great. Oh, Ellie, you're kind of a bad person. It's like, I didn't have a choice. I, 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 I couldn't pick it to do anything else. <laughs> I wanted to help Bowser kidnap Peach. I didn't have a choice. I had to knock him off into the lava. Exactly. <laughs> uh, poor Bowser. Always being thrown around. He's trying his best. <laughs> to, be a, to be a pimp. That last game, he had a whole suit. Yo, that was, was wild. I'm <laughs> so confused by that gameplay. Like, did you put him in like a full like like dove white going to the players ball outfit? Like, what is yeah. this? You haven't seen it. You got to play Super Mario Odyssey, cat. It's a it, it's a great uh, it's a great oh, look. Yeah. For it's also, another game that fits in Raymond's argument of like, hey, he straight up stole like this woman and was gonna forcibly marry her, and like. <laughs> Y'all friends, like he fool was gonna make her marry him, and like and next threat of violence, and it's like and, we're gonna go stay next week, together. <laughs> yep, next week you'll be throwing bananas at him on the racetrack. Like, what's what's going on in this universe? <laughs> that's just I don't that's understand. Just, we go black and white, then we go morally gray for the racing car games. <laughs> I and also don't go even morally grayer for the Mario Party games where you're just high five and Mario and good job Mario, we won. <laughs> <laughs> only happy because he got invited that's why and then he's gonna go back home and be like wait i hate that dude let, let me go mess up his life again da, 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 that's my theory 
And it's just really weird when you get them all together and they're all high five and you're like, you're all a part of a really weird group. This is no one, Marlon. all should be friends. That's all that's all they know, no Marlon. Totally that's all they know. Hostage, even. You don't no one's know like that. threatening someone. Is it? <laughs> no one's kidnapping Cat and taking her to a tower and be like, Raven, come find her. Ha 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 ha. Not yet. Uh, we'll see viewers, tomorrow, though. The viewers can't see. <laughs> Uh, but I'm blinking a lot trying to signal that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe it's Raven that's being kidnapped. We don't know. <laughs> and, and you're right. It, it, it is 2020. It could be right. Look, he's not that's okay. Why, that's why Monday's a <laughs> What was the special <laughs> thing you made? You made the new thing you told him to say if ever something was wrong. I forgot oh, what yeah. it was. See, this is why it's never gonna be said. Well, you can't say it out loud because everybody's gonna know. Y'all made that pact just because we have a secret phrase to say to one another in case we're, you know, in trouble (laughs) or possessed by demons or or, possessed by demons, clones, mind controlled, or yeah, yeah, robots, this world, all that. Yeah, yeah, it's a great great protocol. You can remember it, yeah, ghost protocol. Oh, that's, 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 Why are we talking about that movie? No, that was a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. I was like, wait, was that one of the Splinter Cell games? I was no. going to Toys R Us. But it was not bad. I mean, it had, I, I think that's the one with Hawkeye in it. Wasn't the one with Hawkeye in it? I don't even know. He's done so many of them, and he keeps saying that he's done. And there's one with Henry Cavill in it. That's the one I like. Oh, no, that's false. Well, that one's been up. Or he was in it too. Oh my god! Oh, that's so many people were in. Oh, Fallout. Yes, yeah, right. Fallout was the one where he that's they were Fallout. fighting in the bathroom, and he threw him, and they broke everything in the bathroom. And I'm like, what is that material made? They're the hell strong, or that bathroom is made of cheap. I mean, parts. Henry Cavill straight up like uppercutted a sink and like fully kept. Yes, fighting. He did. I'm like, he should be like, oh god, my hand. I think I broke it. Like, <laughs> I hit this spot oh, really hard. Ow. This this really nice hotel that we're always in because it's a spy movie has really breakable <laughs> objects in it. Right. <laughs> you never stay at this hotel. Oh, you no, can break right. anything. No, they were in a full on club and like first I'm like, how yeah. is that club full of like thousands of people? How's that bathroom empty? Like this should be a right. week people are gonna do some lines off the sink, some people Line, like, passed out of the lines. toilet. Like That's it's exactly like it, it's also it was pristine white. It was a fully wall to wall eggshell white. Like this there's but, some stains in the And that was the men's bathroom. So it that's a lie. Y'all, look, <laughs> y'all, y'all, <laughs> DJ Pump to Pumbastic was playing. Everyone had to be out there on the street. Like, DJ Pumbastic. had to hear the music. Playing his top hit. Say what you feel. <laughs> Bring it back for another episode. We're going to do uh, a, a, a game two of that just to like catch up with our heroes a, a few years later and we'll uh, bring back DJ Plumbastic. <laughs> Maybe we need to uh, or Starfire. I, I just want to hear about him. I don't remember my own character, but I want to hear about him. So, Raymond's character, yeah. character was pretty interesting. He messed with my little tree goblins <laughs> that I had designed, but that's for another story. For another Are you story. sure you don't want to? He's like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't, I 
Bruce underestimated how high Raymond's charisma modifier was. Uh, sorry, his his diplomacy was going to be in that game, and I fully had these characters that had terrible intelligence, and and I just wound up being like, "Oh man, this is a bad idea. I should I should have got a much higher intelligence creatures." Because Raymond's like, "You don't want to do that," and I'm like, "Dang." You're right, man. I'm gonna leave, and then <laughs> you convinced me. My plan. All my plan. I was like, like ah. I had to fully end game. Like, I'm gonna design some ghosts because ghosts spirits have a little bit of higher intelligence. Let me put them in here real quick. But anyway, that was just a, a quick talk about um, more ambiguity. If you're listening, let us know what you think. You know. Find us on Twitter. And let us know. Do you think you know games should steer towards you know games that are more morally gray? We keep that going, or do you think we should go back to the games of old, where like you know you're the good guy, you know who the bad guy is, and they just stay the bad guy, and you just have a mission to to stop them and save the world in a good guy fashion? Let us know. True that. True that. I think that's probably why when it comes to. Like I, th- I think we mentioned Suicide Squad earlier. When we have these villains that we know are bad, but they're sent on a mission to do good, would that fall under your umbrella of um, morally gray? Most of the time, is it gray or is it just a very or dark gray? It's no. I think it actually might be Guardians. It's Guardians of the Galaxy too, right? Right, 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 right. Um, and Deadpool. Um, yeah. Is that is that gray? Honestly, I think in every one of those examples, uh, most of the characters end up being very good in those yeah. movies. Like it, I wouldn't even call them gray. Like Star Lord is just a good character. Even Rocket right. Raccoon is. He does. He'll do some things. Or Deadpool. Will, he'll make some jokes. But like, it's just Peter Griffin <laughs> talking, and all the actions are, all the actions are good people actions. Like Rocket Raccoon is. is uh, he's not the best example. He usually steals something in the background, so he's gray. While the entire rest of the crew is very good. He's a father, Ray. He's a father, though. Raccoon. Uh, Rocket. Oh, well, I feel like he's. Do we not he's, remember Infinity War in the like end? He's, he's gray in the sense of like. I forgot. That. Uh, like stealing. I feel like he's very like clerker. Like I'm not going to kill this person because they're a bad person. They have to do something to warrant the killing, which is like I think very like anti-hero. It's like oh, I'll kill them, but they have to like cross a line. Yeah. It's like. Other folks are like, no, he like I, I have to arrest him. But I feel like that's kind of what makes antiheroes gray-ish, because like they take the law in their hands. Like I'm going to execute this person because this is like chaotic justice. Like, I, like it has to be done. <laughs> right, and people were like, that's against the law. You can't just kill anybody. I was like, well, if I let him go, he's gonna kill y'all. So okay, you go, you go finish your job then. You know. So yeah, there's there's some argument that Batman is. Is incredibly morally great because oh, he never, does, he never, he's definitely is, but he never stops anybody really. Oh, like, he really, about that, man. like breaks people. He he maims people. He doesn't he's give them due process. He finds them and just breaks their yeah. legs and their jaws and leaves them on. And the he is not a side. modern character. Like, tell me, tell me what I want to know. Like, I, I was just walking down the street. Like picture this man on the news. Like hey, these uh. Like uh, thieves were like found in an alley, crumpled, like multiple fractures with a with a batarang embedded in their hip, and a note saying arrest them. They were promptly released, and it's like you just hurt these people. It's, and now they're angrier, or they just 
or they're just like crippled in the community where they probably can't afford a job and now they have to do more crime. So it's just like, are you helping? I was, I was two days away from retirement from my criminal job and I was going to buy me a coffee shop but Batman just I just had one more heist and I was out one more heist and I was out this was going to be the one damn you Batman I'll never Every walk time. again Never walk again. Now I'm going to be full on criminal. <laughs> no, if you ever play any of the Batman games, and certainly you're like, hey, this looks like I'm actually really hurting people. Like, this doesn't look like I fully put my knee in that guy's head. Like, he's going to need a CAT scan. All the cracks. All the cracks. All the cracks. Yeah, it's a Mortal Kombat game. I'm seeing x ray vision just to make sure if what you heard, what you heard before wasn't real. It shows the X-ray to show you 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 did in fact break that dude's bones, and then goes entire, back to his entire spine just snapped in half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, the game also shows <laughs> that you can scan and you can see like, oh, he has multiple fractures, but it'll be like alive. And it's like, great, he's alive. I'm fine. I can move on. <laughs> that hurt? That hurt? He still got. A, he still got that heartbeat. He's good to go. <laughs> just he can't move all his body, but he's breathing though. Hey. Just still deserved. on that line. I'm not killing nobody, but I'm out to be maiming people. Also, that's, I mean, <laughs> and this current comic book that's going out right now, and the because like this is whole lot. There's like a whole like Batman verse where there's like evil Batman and the Batman who laughs, and uh, they got transported to a whole other universe where there's a bad, where there's a celestial being who's trying to rewrite the Earth by letting all the bad people exist. Anyway, to fast forward it, there's a certain point where like. They're asking Batman if he could do this thing. He says, like, I have to kill this person. So we'll see what happens. But they're they're setting up Batman to kill someone in this uh, current iteration of the Batman. That'll be a first. I mean, that'll be a first in terms of this universe. (laughs) Did you you guys hear? Did you guys hear on, like, the DC news outlet thing how they're going to make the killing joke a... uh, They're making it into... Uh, animated movie? An animated no, movie? it's no, not Killing Joke. That's the Batman No, they're yeah. bringing it back. Because the Killing Joke is already uh, an, an animated movie. The one where they killed Jason Todd. They're going to yeah. do it again. That's but... not the Killing Joke. Well, which one's the Killing Joke? I get that. That's the up. one with Barbara Gordon. Yeah, that's the one where he like cripples her, she shoots her. Cripples and Gordon. Oh, okay. and that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, they're bringing it back and they are... As they're changing a, the ending? No, it's a Bandersnatch. It's a it's an interactive story. Yeah, it's an interactive story. You uh, maybe maybe uh, you can save Jason Todd. It's yeah, a reference and to and what would happen. Yeah, it's a reference to the fact that I guess when they killed I never knew this until recently, but when they killed Jason Todd, they did like a poll to see yeah, what Robin, did. more or less what Robin was gonna die. I didn't know this happened until really recently. Everybody so everybody said kill that dude. This is the this is the this is the modern like retelling of that experience of the poll, and you can do an interactive story, and it sounds like I'm gonna skip it, but um, yeah, I think same. I'm gonna skip it just because I don't, I don't think, I don't think interactive stories right now are being done in anything in any, any interesting way. Yeah, and and to be honest, it just kind of reminds me of Marvel's What If thing, because I don't know about the What If thing how they're showing that for the Disney Plus thing. But when I heard this, I was like, "Does do y'all know something about Marvel's What If or something? I don't know. That's what it sounded like. Because I was like, why are we even going back to that storyline? We already saw the movie. We read all the comics of what happened to Jason. And now you want to envision a way of what if he lives? 
and what would have happened when you're too afraid to to just make new stuff in your universe and or you need a quick buck and you know nostalgia sells Ooh, shots fired a little bit okay well you mean holding up the hummingbird sign for Hunger Games? So <laughs> it all be in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> no, hummingbird, no, mockingjay. Sorry, what are you talking about? sunbird. I mean, it was like sunbird that, in my head. I was like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna wrap this up. Thank you guys again. <laughs> For hanging out and talking about all that's geeky and fun. Thank you to our listeners again. Thank you so much for our support. Um, every week that you share and like and listen, you know, you're making us get bigger. And that makes us want to talk about more stuff to to keep you guys interested. So thank you to all the if you saw my recent posts, you know, we we getting up there in numbers, y'all. We're dropping numbers. And it's all thanks to you guys. Thank you so much. Um, again, I want to shout out to my crew. Thank you, Raymond, Marlon, and Amy. Um, you guys, you know, stay safe, have fun, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.